Welcome to another episode of Fear to Faith Podcast with me, your host, Letitia Portier. Thank you so much for choosing to support me in my journey with Fear to Faith Podcast. Guys, remember that this is not just my journey, but it's our journey together. And if you don't feel like family with Fear to Faith Podcast, I really want to take the time to welcome everybody to Fear to Faith Podcast. Guys, come on in. Take off your waist trainers. Guys, take off your hat that show that bald spot and let it breathe a little bit. And guys, let's get into this next episode, which is a great topic. Guys, we're still dealing with the series of looking for love. And our topic today, we're really going to talk about my respect for men. And people don't understand that I didn't have any respect for a man. You know, I didn't respect his role. I didn't know his role or anything like that. You know, my mom, she really didn't take the time out to tell us everything about a man or whatever. I just watched her with different men you know with my stepfather how she catered to him made him something to eat you know there were good things and there were bad things and when it came to the respect level I really didn't see too much respect um in my eyes dealing with my mom and how she dealt with men you know she did what she wanted to do it was she was in control and that was the way it was going to be so in my last episode I was talking about I ended out how I didn't get the J's come on we didn't get the J's and he ended up playing me and from that situation I felt like listen I'm not going to be played no more you know I'm going to do whatever I have to do to get what I need to get and that's it you know you have to think about yourself I was in high school at this time you know financially my mom was doing the best that she could and at the end of the day I wanted what I wanted we wasn't working at that time and even if I was working I still want to spend somebody else's money and not my money you know so that's what one of the things that really kind of made me want to start talking to older gentlemen you know to kind of help provide and get some things that I needed because my mom she wasn't getting it for us you know I watched how my sister dated a um older guy and he used to buy her food and stuff he used to buy her clothes and shoes i was like dang i want to date somebody that can do those things for me you know what i'm saying so i i want to jump into one topic where it talks about my respect for men it was like i was just seeing a man of what he can do for me financially i wasn't trying to look up for no soul connection or looking to fall in love and looking for i was just looking for somebody to do for me and i didn't know that that was one of the key factors that actually added to me not respecting a man you know it, it wasn't like we were taking our time out getting to know each other we know each other for the surface of what it was you know for that exchange of quality time of some coochie for me getting me a nameplate bracelet or a nameplate necklace come on somebody at that jewelry store on us in usa flea market come on somebody and so that's what we were on you know so 
I kind of started noticing when I got to a certain age, when I had got out of high school and going into the real world where we had transitioned to one place to another, we ended up moving to Daytona Beach. And at that time, I'm still young. I think I was like 19 or something like that. And I ended up coming across my daughter's father. You know, let me tell you something. It would take a situation. I mean, a serious situation till you realize that you really have some underlying issues. And I've always been in a place to really realize like God like I need some help so you know my whole experience with dating older men and trying to date guys for uh, for materialistic things it, it was really doing me bad than good you know because I wasn't building no connection I wasn't trying to get to know a man for who he was and you know what sometimes when I think about it now I done came across some really great amazing men in my life but because my focus was on one thing and not what they were trying to present to me as themselves and getting to know them I was just looking at what they can do for me me at that time because our life was just so hard for me and it wasn't like I was trying to use them intentionally but you were so happened to be the one because life was so hard you was the one that that kind of got the wrath of what I was trying to pull out of you in a sense because I wanted to keep up with people at school and not let people know that we were really struggling. Come on now, we were really struggling and it was hard for us. So, you know, dating these older guys and trying to get the um, the nice clothes and the outfits and the food. And, and, you know, some of the time it was just for getting something to eat. We know we didn't get lunch money or whatever. I mean, things was really hard. I really just don't want to get all deep into it in this episode. I just want to take my time and go through bits and pieces of the things that happened. But as far as like my respect for a man, you know, I noticed like when I started dating my my daughter's father and how he was dealing with me and the way that he talked to me, I'm not used to that. I wasn't even really used to dating, but I knew that I liked it. Man, I wanted to entertain a man, but I didn't want to deal with all the shit that came with a man or from the man. His attitude, his control, all that extra stuff of where you at, who you with, I never cared for that. I never cared for having to answer to a man and never having to tell a man I'm gonna be home at this time or whatever. So that crap right there was so new to me. And I felt like when I got with my daughter's father, things just happened so fast. I mean, things happened so fast. We started, we met each other. We started messing around. And then all of a sudden I became pregnant. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like we really didn't get opportunity to really learn each other and that's why let me tell you something now me dating this come around I'm asking questions now I'm trying to get to know you I'm, I'm looking at your behavior patterns I'm looking at you know how you think about things how do you act when you get mad listen I'm taking everything into consideration I'm looking at how you talk to your kids you know I'm talking I'm thinking about are you a liar can I trust you can you tell me the truth or do you have a great relationship with God do you pray do you go to church not just for don't do it to appease me do it because that is your lifestyle that is who you are and that's everything that you stand on you know that's the kind of man I want and I need come on now so 
by him, by us moving so fast, we missed the golden nuggets and the golden times. And I remember my mama had called me when she had found out that I was pregnant. And she was like, well, Tisha, you don't want to have a child out of wedlock and this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, so what are you saying? Like, what are you saying to me? Oh, you want me to get married? Oh, oh you, you, you want me to settle down? Oh, listen, I wasn't trying to hear it because my thing is I didn't, I didn't care if I had a child, you know, with a man that I wasn't, wasn't um, married to. I just didn't want to get married because I knew that I wasn't ready for it. I knew that I wasn't in a place that I was going to be faithful. And I had to be honest with myself. I was not going to be faithful because that wasn't my mindset. When you come from a lifestyle of control of being told what to do, you can't talk and you got to be secretive about this and this and that. It's like you want to run down the street screaming, I'm free, I'm free. And you don't want to be tied down to anything or anybody. And I was not trying to be tied down to no man. I really wasn't. But I knew with me having a child, I was scared to death. Come on. <laughs> I was scared to death. I didn't know what kind of parent I'll be. I don't know if I could handle it. I don't know financially if he was going to stay. I just didn't know. It was just a lot going on. I I didn't want to deal with the typical stuff. Oh, you, you're not the father or this or that. That's not my baby. I just didn't, I didn't want to deal with that. But you know what? That was the choice I made. The consequences of laying down and, you know, doing what we, come on, doing the do and end up us having a child. So things kind of move really fast. We really didn't know each other. We end up staying together. I'll never forget, we will stand together. And let me tell you something, people that have issues, that have issues, that have issues, and you trying to stay together and be together and be a family and try to change things. Sometimes, let me tell you something, you gotta deal with your issues. First, like when I think about it, you know, my daughter father was the only man that I stayed with. You know, for me to be up in my 30s, yes, a fabulous 38, as I can say, you know, I've only stayed with one man. And I I learned a lesson that I wasn't ready to stay with no man. Even of looking back at it now, I wasn't ready to stay with no man. I wasn't ready to do the things that I do. But I didn't, my mama didn't tell me all those things. We just watched and watched and watched until we were able to emulate, emutate, or do the best that we could on our own. So, you know, we missed a lot of steps and it got to a point when we start having arguments, things had got bad. I mean, it went from the name calling. You know, I used to call him fuck boy, fuck nigga, sorry ass nigga, all this, you know, all this other stuff. I had picked up that Miami attitude and took it back to day, took it to Daytona with me and I was just cutting the fool you know and some of the things he didn't deserve and don't get me wrong I was wrong for the things that I said but you know these were said to me too and for a woman when you get called a B or things out of your name it for me 
it made me angry. Cause first of all, I'm here. And knowing that my mentality is, I could have said F you long time ago, had an abortion and went about my doggone business. And I'm being so honest, but I didn't do it. And I was really trying, but I knew I still had some area and I didn't respect him. I didn't respect him because I felt like when, when I have a companion and you're trying to be more like a father figure instead of my lover. And, and I was already dealing with control because I came from a controlling background. Oh hell to the na 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 na. I was not having that, and I felt like that's what made me back up. That would make me more want to be more disrespectful with my mouth. I was already had a slip mouth. Come on, somebody, I already had a slick mouth. So I just really didn't want to give in and in. And not saying that everything that he did was wrong and not saying that everything I did, we were just young. I know I was so young, mentally damaged, dealing with insecurities, own issues and stuff in my mind and my heart, you know, just trying to find a way of escape and looking for love in wrong places. And it allowed me to stay in a relationship where it was abusive emotionally. We were abusive physically. We were abusive I mean, it, it was in a healthy situation and I had realized that I did not have no respect for this man. I loved him. I appreciated him for the things that he did for his for his kids and for me from time to time. But I didn't have no respect for him because that was something that had already been developing me because what I seen from my mother, you know, the lies and the, the games and stuff like that, I, I knew that I wasn't in a place where I want to be questioned about things. I wasn't in a place that I just want to be submissive. I wasn't in a place of submissiveness. You know, I was so young and ignorant. I thought I knew it all. You couldn't tell me nothing. I'ma talk whatever I wanna talk. You just deal with it. And I didn't even feel bad about it. <laughs> you know, and that's the scary thing. When I think about it now, I really didn't feel bad about my ashes because I felt like I was justified. I felt like if you coming at me one way, I'ma come at you another way and I'ma stand on it and that's gonna be that. But you know what? I realized that I had to not think about myself. I had to think about my daughter and what I wanted to instill in her and what kind of woman I wanted her to be growing up. You know what I'm saying? And I want her to respect men. I want her to understand the role of a man. I want her to know the masculinity and him being a protector, not no punk. And that was another thing. I, 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 you, you got to understand when you don't know what you're dealing with and, and even for yourself, you accept anything and anything from anybody because you don't know no better because you're damaged. And that's how damaged I was that I couldn't even see what was for my good. You know what I mean? I kept rejecting everything because I was so blinded because I felt like everybody was after me. Nobody didn't understand me. You know, I had this hurt and I didn't know how to release it. I didn't know how to talk about it. Even when I tried to share some of it with my daughter's father at the time, 
let me tell you something this 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 what kind of made me really have issues because when you call yourself trying to let your guard down when you trying to let somebody in and then all of a sudden when y'all have your next argument all this shit come up oh you've been sleeping around messing with married men doing this that's why you come from this that's why your mama did this and you all got this and i said what what i call myself trying to open up and trust my emotions and my heart with you just for you to turn around to use it to throw at me because you can't get a reaction from me the way that you want me to react and respond to you so you you throw something in my face and hit me below the belt nigga nigga that's what we doing and that actually opened the door even further to my level of disrespect when I tell you I was on a disrespectful high where my cuss words was sounding like music to my damn ears you, you let, let me tell you something on my dad's side of the family I have an uncle God rest his soul uncle Rodney and I tell you that man will use motherfucker like a motherfucker would use a motherfucker cause a motherfucker would listen he was that motherfucker that used that motherfucker cause he was that motherfucker he used it like it was a lullaby do you hear me he used it like a lullaby and I felt like I had inherited that and guys I know I may be cussing but listen I said I want to be very transparent I want to be open I want to be real so you can understand where I'm coming from so back to my story I was cussing people left and right using every cuss word in the book in the sentence I know how to use it right from the beginning the middle and the end to describe a place a person place or a thing yes I was that motherfucker that did that yes and it, it, it just got out of hand my mouth was filthy I was nasty with my words because I was tired of people hurting me I was tired of people thinking that they can come and say whatever they want to say even a man especially a man you're not gonna come check me you're not gonna ask me about my whereabouts I'll come home when I come home I'll be there when I be there and don't question me about my whereabouts don't tell me what to put on don't tell me how to wear my hair don't tell me listen I was so young and I was so dumb and I needed to grow up and let me tell you something towards the end of our relationship things had got really bad that I really felt like it was time for somebody else to leave it was time the level of disrespect and you know I didn't know what I was doing to him neither did he know what he was doing to me but we both was in a bad place with one another and somebody had to leave you know and at that time I I just was so tired I was tired of fighting him I was tired of fighting people fighting with myself and I had to get to a place like Tisha you really need to do better I was in a place of depression I was depressed I was wearing black colors my hair was tied up I wasn't um, keeping up with my hygiene I was just in a very low place and I will never forget I had cried out to God and I said God if you make a way of escape for me God help me to be better and do better God forgive me for every word that I said to him everything that I have I hurt him and things that I 
said that, that that wasn't right, God. I need help. And let me tell you something. In that moment, I felt the presence of God come on me. And God started taking me to the book of Matthew. Do you hear me? I was in and out Matthew. Looking at how to treat people. Looking at how to be a better person. Looking at the being the best person that I could be. And I started to lean on God. And let me tell you something. God got me out that situation. I had made a vow to God that I would never ever disrespect another man. I would never call another man out his name. I would never, and if I was to be with somebody that brought that side of me or make me feel like I was in a relationship with my daughter's father or that hostile, that negative vibe, listen, I'm disconnecting. I don't want to be with no man that provokes me in that way. You know, that level of disrespect. I don't care how gorgeous you look. I don't care how you got it going. I don't care how the size of your package. I'm not going to deal with another man that provokes me in a negative way. I know who I am. I know what my standards are. I know what I will and will not tolerate. And I will not disrespect another man. And from that day on, I ain't never disrespect no man. And I thank God for that because, you know, when you learn what a man is in the, the role of a man and all that a man does, I commend the man. Be the man. Be the man. I love a man. Come on, my black man. And I can't, we can't tear them down. Women, we cannot tear a man down and we're in a place where we're not loving ourselves and we can't even love our companion right then we need to go seek some counseling there is nothing wrong with black people going to go get some help if it's gonna mean that it's gonna break up your family if it's gonna cause you to fight for it there's nothing wrong with fighting stop feeling like oh you're gonna be called a punk or a wimp you know because I want to go get no save yourself and save your family we need more black families we need more black unity we don't want to keep tearing men down and even men that whole b word that y'all be using towards the women that's a that's y'all call it on a demonic spirit when y'all do that stop disrespecting these women you know we don't deserve that we take care of your kids we do the best that we can do for the some of y'all that know how to um do what y'all can do, but we don't need that. We got to start encouraging one another because it's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> it's hard in these streets. And do you want to come home to that type of environment in your household where you're disrupting the flow and your energy in it? No, God can't rest in the body and stuff like that. We can, we have to be better and do better. And I thank God that I came to a realization that I had to start respecting my men. I can't tear nobody down. I want to build a man up. Come on now. We got to speak the word. We got to speak the truth, guys. So I want to share this. And guys, on my next episode, we're going to talk about something even greater and better. So guys, I thank you so much for tuning in and supporting me on Fear to Faith Podcast, where we are um, changing and living our dreams and goals through conversation. Guys, y'all be inspired. Y'all be blessed. If y'all have anything, please reach out to me. I'll love to hear back from you guys. Be inspired and be the change that you want to see. God bless. Thank you.